Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Reasonably Effective Podcast. This is episode uh, 40. I'm 10 times joined by Uncommon Fossil, as always. And today, um, well, you're kicking us off with the first idea, right? I have a couple cards I wanted to talk about um, that I've been working on decks lately. This first one, I think, is one... Well, we'll we'll see what you say. So, for some reason, I came across this card. I don't know why it came across my my mind. I saw it someplace, and I hadn't gotten attention. I wanted to play it. It's a Radiant Pokemon. This has no love. It has no ability, which isn't good either for a Radiant Pokemon. It is Radiant Eevee. But Twinkle Gathering... Uh, Twinkle Gathering, one energy, colorless energy. Search your deck for a number of cards up to the number of different types of Pokemon you have in play. So potentially you're searching your deck for six cards. That's quite good, right? I know, yeah, you can get judged, you can get Iona, but in which case they're not gusting up something else from the bench with a boss. So that has its own plus to it, right? They're just taking out a single prize Pokemon most likely if that's the case. So I was thinking that seems like a card I got to give a try to. It hasn't yeah, been okay. that so successful, this, but I will say. To, yeah, no, it's a card that's interesting. I actually recently talked about it, I think, on my channel. I was making a tier list of all the control cards. I don't remember if it was on the list or not. Uh, but it's okay. I've not played it, actually, like, ever. I don't think mm-hmm. I own it. Uh, it's a promo exclusive. Um, I picked up in so. PTCGO, I picked up a copy of each of the Radiant Pokemon, which I was glad to. I'm glad I did that. Okay, yeah. So um, why are you glad? Isn't it cheap? It is cheap now, but it was, yeah, it wasn't. I, I'm pretty sure I picked it up before I moved over here, but you can get it cheap now too. But, but it means I should try it, right? I really should play all the Radiant Pokemon, at least. Yeah, and this one, as you said, is an, it's an attacker. Uh, it's a control card, right? Like it has to be a control card. I feel well, like. Well, I have been trying um, an attacking deck, and that might be my mistake. Because because the and what are these? Decks? What, what what deck would you play if you want to play an attacking deck? There's only one you deck. Played you, in, you played in. Yeah, you played in Sylveon. In Sylveon, exactly. Sylveon, because you have to set up some, right? So it's because Sylveon's se- a decently consistent deck. I was playing like a someone recommended to me a deck. Um, it was like a Urshifu Fire deck, which played Sylveon. Mm-hmm. That was cool, and it was decently consistent as well. Yeah, I mean, Sylveon B has its own ability to to grab an item, which which is okay, but that ends your turn. So having that, probably Radiant Eevee is not what that deck needs, I think. So you think a control yeah, deck? I, 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 yeah, I think it's a controlled card. Because um, I played with the Fiora as well, which is an evolution um, that lets you search for three. I played Metagross VMAX, uh, mm-hmm. VMAX that lets you search for two. Um I'm trying to uh, there's Calyrex. Um, do, I don't think you here. What type is Calyrex? Uh, I gotta look that one up, don't I? Oh yeah, it was, it's a quick trivia. It's water. No, it's oh, it's, it's oh, obviously Calyrex. grass. Oh, it, oh, okay, it's grass. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a grass Calyrex. And, and uh, we need different types if we're playing Sylveon, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Like, well, I was saying Calyrex is uh, it, it's another Pokemon that searches for cards. Right. Um, which I played. And they're all okay. They're not great, though. Um, yeah, because you need to do more than just search cards to be able to win with even a control deck. Yeah, so I think Radiant Eevee is all right. Um, so the issue is, there are a few issues. One, uh, what Radiant do you play? Uh, some controllers play Radiant Greninja, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't like it. I don't think Radiant Greninja is that good control. Uh, Radiant Serena is okay. But Radiant Jirachi, and that's the other one I think you have to compare it to. Uh, with Radiant Eevee, you can't get. I mean, you can you can get judged and Ionan, which will happen, uh, which is annoying, right? And that's arguably yes. being judged is, is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
You could also um, now Radiant Jirachi. Uh, when they play Path, then you don't draw your cards. Yeah. So you don't want to see so that's Path a then. Big difference. Um, and you can get the big assuming... knockout with Radiant Jirachi. Uh, yeah. Twenty-five percent of the time, heads. but 50, 50 damage for three energy on Radiant Eevee, though. You, you never want to use that, right? Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yes. So, so, you're not so gonna, did you only try it in Sylveon? I did, and it was okay, but most of the time the Radiant Eevee just sat there on the bench as, a, as another type for Sylveon. Because, yeah, I don't it, think it's... So it probably didn't have a... Plus, most of that plays Rapid Strike Energies into the Spiral Energies, and of course none of those can attach to Radiant yeah, I, Eevee. So yeah, I even definitely though would it's colorless, Spiral I, Energy. Well, but, but in the Sylveon box... Oh, you play, I, I you play Blaziken Sarah. Oh, I love Blaziken. I love Blaziken. Do you play Zeraora? And I do, yes. Because Zeraora is a very yeah. nice card. And and also because Sylveon right, needs but... three three energy. And at some point, you kind of almost have to Blaziken to set up your Sylveon, too. Because Sylveon, three energy. I energies... don't hate Blaziken. Um, I, I don't think Zeraora is. Because you can't play you can't play Spiral Energy, Rapstrike Energy, and Radiant Eevee. That, that's true. So I could oh, yeah, do I think Sylveon. you just should use Radiant Eevee. I don't think you get that much benefit. Like, even if you search six cards, which is, like, good. Uh, like, right. it's insanely good. But, like, you don't, like, necessarily need six cards. So you just... Because at that point, you've already gotten all your basics in play. Um, yeah. So you need evolutions. You need some, like, energy. But, like, that's it. Right. So if I wanted to try Sylveon, so drop the Spiral Energy. So I, I still keep the four Rapid Strike Energy, probably. but And that's okay. And then I have some other energies. Yeah, I'd play... I'd, I mean, I'd play, like, Arceus and, like, Armors. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need armors, but you, you definitely want Arceus. Like Arceus, so yeah, yeah, Arceus, yeah, but uh, no, I understand. But then, of course, I don't play e Radiant Eevee. So, yeah, no, yeah, I, I don't so think I'm taking a deck that's, that's good, that's decent, and making it worse. Yeah. So I could do in a control type deck. It gets tricky though. So it's you're not giving me a lot of hope for. So maybe I should move well, on. Well, I think control's fine. I think it's fine in control. I've not played in control, but I think it has serious potential. Uh, but obviously, control is hard to play. Uh, specifically with like when I was playing the Fira deck that was hard to play. Mm -hmm. Um because you have the weird intricacies. Um Yeah. I mean you just have so many options. You can you have access to your whole deck every turn. Right. Hopefully. Right. And you gotta hope your opponent isn't you gotta keep your opponent from getting going somehow too. Yeah. Uh and if they I own you it's not a huge deal because you still get six cards, presumably. Um right. but getting judged is, is problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe look at a control. Okay, I, I, that that's fair. All right. So the other card. And this is the more interesting card. I, I was going through one five one the other day, looking for decks to work on, and, and there are a number of interesting ones here. This and you like to talk about card design, and this one really confuses me for the design, and it's so bizarre. I gotta play it, and I'm working on the deck now, and that's Machamp from one five one. Do you know what it does? Uh, oh, I'm. Is it? Uh, so it, is it, it does, one of the coin flip ones. It, it like does. So it does three things. It, yeah, it's first. Oh, yeah, I got it here. Two fighting energy, mountain chopping, a hundred damage, which isn't great, but it's not horrible for a stage two either, right? Uh, there's a bunch of stage twos that are kind of like that, but aren't any good, right? So hundreds, but then it mill. It also. Yeah. It, it's not good, but it's not like terrible damage, right? But then it also. Yes, yeah, I'm playably bad. And, but then also, I mean, it is kind of is, but like well, a hundred damage. You can't just do that. But then also, you discard two, the top two cards. Your opponent's deck with that attack. So, two, milling two is not bad. Again, right? It's not good. You want to mill more than two, but but some only mill one, and that's not. So two is not a bad number. A hundred damage and milling two is a funny combination, right? It's high damage for a mill. 
and all that. It's but weird. But low damage for, like, damage. I, I know. It's, first, it's just the attack itself is weird, I think, right? Would you say? Uh, yes. But uh, uh, okay, <sighs> what we have seen attacks similar to this. Um, I was, was actually looking at a GLC deck that was, um, I don't really know what it was. It was like mill and damage or something. It had stuff like okay. it was a stack attacker, which mm -hmm. is also mill and damage, like a good chunk of damage and yeah. decent mill. So, so for milling two, 100 damage isn't bad, right? It's 180 HP, so that's not that's a good HP number for stage two, right? We're in a rare yeah. candy world, so stage twos aren't so terrible, right? It's well, we've always been a rare candy world, and stage twos were terrible, but no, no, they're they're okay now. You got like Pidgeot, you got a good stage two, right? Engine. So I'm playing Pidgeot uh, with yeah. Machamp, and then as you said, it's got the coin flip, it's got the guts ability on top of this, so it's our it's sketchy, but then guts. Ability, if this Pokemon will be knocked out by damage from an attack, flip a coin. If heads, the Pokemon's knocked, knocked out, not knocked out, and the remaining HP becomes 10. So you're going to survive an attack half the time. So it's, you know, it's like almost, right? But it's a weird combination. Okay-ish, not quite good enough damage, decent mill, and decent survivability. So I've thrown together, it's not a naturally synergistic combination for one card, I would say. Right, uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's a right. You like card design? It's a weird card, right? I don't know what they what, why they thought this was the play for this card. Um, I believe so. One thing, yeah, no, I don't know why, but uh, the Machoke and the Machop. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what the Machoke does. I think it's a yeah, it's a fifty for two and mill one. Yes. And then the Machop mill just mills one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is actually someone commented on my video. They're like, yeah, yeah, that Machop's like broken. I'm like, hey, it's not broken. Um. But it's all right. It's like mm -hmm. just mill one for one is it's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what's going on with this card. Um, we've seen, as I said, we've seen cards like it before, and I don't know. Um, so what, what are you asking me? Are you asking me well, about first, the design? Do you or are you think asking about the deck? Twofold. For, first, design wise, it's, it's a very odd combination. I think Machamp, he has a lot of arms, he does different things. So I think these are pieces of different Machamps in the past to do. I don't think they've ever brought them all together, all three in one Machamp before. So design-wise, and then also what to do with it for the deck. Because I, it's once I see this card, I'm like, this is bizarre. I gotta play it. Uh, yeah, I think it's um. I don't think it's like I think you get like always get lucky with guts, but there are cards like there's that um. Jump Loaf, right? That's immune on a coin flip. Yeah. There's some other ones like it. There's like there's like Rapidash, right? Um, a theme which is good. Um, mm -hmm. but that had decent damage output for what it like needed to do the format, all that stuff. Um. I think this. I think you don't. It's not good at mail, right? It's not good at mail. Um, well, if if you take the not, fact that they're hitting to Machamp every turn and they have to knock out nine, yeah, take nine knockouts essentially with flipping guts half the time. You, you know, maybe. But you're also stage two, so I'd rather. Yeah. I'd rather play Wugtrio. Yeah, you're getting more value out of the coin flips, probably. Uh, for which one, Wugtrio or Machamp? Well, Wug Trio because it it's the coin is that's the one you flip coins for discarding. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you you get yeah. three per head. So you're averaging what four and a half per turn to discard. This is yeah, two per turn. Pretty, pretty so you, you probably get ahead and you set up Wug Trio easier. Yeah. So I think Machamp like isn't good for milling, um, and then for like an attacker like for damage, mm -hmm. um, I'd rather play like, um, I think Jiggly or not uh, Jump Off, which does um. It's only one energy. It does six yeah. to the active third on the bench and immune on the coin flip. Uh, they're different, but uh, mm -hmm. 
this one energy, which is better. And also it comes from a very powerful evolution line that one makes it easier set up and two makes it um gives it more like versatility. All right. Well, anyway, I gotta give this a go, and it's it's. I think it's really bizarre. So I'm even if the deck's not that good, I'm gonna have to make a video because it's 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 a weird one, right? And for you to you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense this combination, right? You don't. I'm not missing some secret synergy for these. Uh, no, no. no okay, so it's all right. So might be the weirdest card in one five one. I'm not sure. It's I certain, don't think so. Uh, maybe the one five ones are weird. So. It is so, and so those are the two cards I wanted to talk about. So I, I have a Machamp deck with uh. Uh, the Pidgeot EX being a stage two to set up. Obviously, the Pidgeot EX is, is a two-prizer, which can be a problem. I played the deck some with Machamp. Um, if I hit flip heads a couple times, my opponent concedes. Um, if I don't flip heads, my opponent rolls me over. That That's kind of how it goes. Yeah, that, that checks. That, that makes sense. So I'd like to get a little more consistent, right? That That's what I'm working on. So I'll, I'll keep finessing the list a little. Yeah, um, but I think I think that's it for Machamp. I don't think Machamp's that good. Okay, you, you're not a believer. I I just I think it's weird. So th that that's it. So uh, you have some decks you want to talk about next, correct? Yeah, I realize we didn't quite plan this out properly. Is this the no. only other thing we're doing? I think so. Uh, um, okay. We could toss yeah, come yeah, up you with something at the end if if we need to. Yeah, I know you had mentioned something before, but I I don't really want to talk about it. So let's right. not. Um, well, okay. So yeah. Um, I, I have, uh, so three decks. So these are older decks. Um, so if you don't know, uh, Uncommon Fossil, I, I'm 10 times with Uncommon Fossil. Uh, I am Uncommon Fossil's son. Um, but despite me being younger, um, I know a bit more about older decks. Uh, not that much yeah. more. I didn't, we actually started playing at around the same time, but I've looked more into it and I've seen more stuff about them. Uncommon Fossil has not, no idea, but, uh, not a ton of ideas about um, older decks, specifically like early Sun and Moon era. This mm -hmm. is actually like mid Sun and Moon era, um, which some people consider the best era of Pokemon. Um, I don't know if it is or not, but it's pretty cool. Um, and we've seen some of the ideas come in uh, the GX attacks where it kind of translated into V-Star powers. Um, mm -hmm. And then the idea of GXs, they start as single prizes and evolve into multi-prizes that we've seen that in EXs. So that's, the ideas are coming back, but. Yeah. Yeah. So just talking about our, our story briefly, um, I'm a pokey parent in that I'm got into Pokemon because of you, right? You started doing Pokemon yes. in, you know, in like elementary school or preschool, like everyone else was. And then you kind of fell away and got back to it. And, and I got started doing Pokemon because of you. I was actually, Give away some of my age, but when Pokemon came out, I was already out of college and working, so I was completely oblivious to Pokemon when it when it started. So while wow. I was around then, I could have bought base set and like put away a hundred boxes of base set in in my in my closet. I, I was not wise in that regard and not even. You aware. could have like you could have had like saved up like had us like set for life, but you decided not to. That's right. I could have bought all those basic cards. So what this is it's a kid's game. Don't you know, and we could be living in a gold a golden palace if I had only been wiser in those days. But um Yeah. So but we both started kind of what? Sun and Moon, kind of the transition from Sun um, I mean Sun and Moon with Sword and Shield. Early Sword and Shield, late Sun and Moon is when we kinda started getting more into the game. Yeah, um, yeah. So right when like V maxes, V's and V maxes were like beginning to come out. Uh, is when we got into game like more seriously, um, right. and like actually playing like standard, as opposed to just you know playing with like your friends, just like kind of chilling. Um, yeah. Like we're not really following the rules. Right. So so, so these um, early Sun and Moon, that's before our time. 
a little uh, before. Yeah. Not a well, lot, okay, but a so um, when when we joined, it was about rotation. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, I don't really know these like sets very well, um, which is unfortunate. Like I know oh, like the, the symbols the first, and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know the symbols and when they came out, but um, yeah, a lot of these like were um, in the format very briefly. Um, uh, or some of these were not all of them, but um. So first of all, looking at the first, uh, let's look at the Zorg little Nine Tails Decidui list. Um, and right off the bat, how many of these cards do you recognize? Well, I'm assuming you're looking at the like the list right now, not. I'm looking at the right? written list, but I, I'm scrolling over them. So, um, a little bit with Zorg. Well, you know, Judge. Oh, so. Yeah, Cynthia, because that was in theme decks. Guzma, because yep. I played that some. Uh, Which was in theme decks as well. Yeah, and and also played in in the, in. I've done some expanded too at times, and and Guzma's a, a given in that. So, picked it up so I could play Mad Part and expanded, of course. Um, let's see, Ultra Ball, Rare Candy, Timer Ball, theme decks, um, Rescue Stretcher, Field Blower. Choice Band. Those are the ones I'm most familiar with. Uh, do you know what Choice Band does? Oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, you play in Expanded. Yeah. So I, okay, so I and then you it. know Double Colorless as well. And, um, yeah, play, oh, Double Colorless in Rainbow provides... What's that one do again? One. It, it damages you, but yeah, it's one of every type. What's it put? You put one damage counter on yourself? Yeah, it's the original like Aurora. Rainbow Energy. That's what it's called. So, um, so yeah. there's always been a downside to having that type. Aurora, you discard one here, you put one damage counter on you. Which the one yep. damage counter is not that much, although I guess Pokemon were, were lower HP back then too. Uh yeah, it really isn't much of a big deal. And in fact actually helped out. But same for the Aurora energy, right? We were talking about that uh, yep. last podcast and the discarding can definitely be an upside from time to time. Right. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I know one card you most probably over half of the trainers, but but go ahead. Uh, so the one trainer you didn't, or one of the trainers you didn't mention was Countercatcher, um, which uh, is actually important here. Actually, mm -hmm. it's not that important here. Uh, it's it's obviously in the list, but it's not the most crucial card, but uh, it is coming back. Um, so now, yeah, is, it, it, it's, is, is it actually, is it exactly Countercatcher or is it something similar? Uh, yeah, it's it's called Countercatcher. Okay, um, so people so can play their own Countercatchers if they wish in in their new decks. Yep. And that says okay. uh, if you're down on prizes, you just gust. Uh, okay. So first of all, what are your thoughts on this card? Yeah, and I have played Countercatcher a little bit in 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 things. Um, and okay, so the whole come from behind because I've been playing a bit more with the um, uh, the energy, right? Uh, uh, reversal, reversal energy, right? So with with in, in what? Just, oh, with I was in playing I was playing Zorark actually because because uh, okay. I was doing yeah. um. One of the new cards, whatever in Zorark, the the new the the one that evolved Aerodactyl. Ah, uh, okay. Which 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 is fun when you pull it off. You devolve and do a hundred damage. If I'm if I'm correct, it's two colors, right? It's two colors, so it can be a DCE. Yes, you don't need a reversal. Right, but it's a Zorark box, so it's re it's reversal and DCE, right? Um, DTE. DTE. I'm sorry, right? Sorry, don't this old <laughs> format's messing me messing with my brain. So, but so reversal energy, you have to be. Be, you kind of want to be behind, and it's kind of weird. And at times, like, you was like, uh-oh, if I take the knockout, I'm not behind for a couple of turns, and then I can't do anything. So it's it's a little weird, I got to say. And I kind of, I don't like that, I will say. But may, I, part of it is I need experience, but it, it's weird. Oh, and did you know the being behind and, like, come back is a theme of the Scotland Riley era, like, intentionally? Okay. 
because uh, um, you have Iono, you have yes. Defiance Band, mm-hmm. uh, and you have Rustlin, you have, I think, a few others. But, yes, yeah, they, they have been doing more things for that, which, which is good. Um, I find, that, honestly, though, decks that want to be behind, I'm tr- I generally don't like to dive into those because... I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to. Too tr- good. Because like I don't want to have to try. There's times where I don't want to have to try to be behind, right? I find I fall behind enough on my own, but then when I play a deck that you have to be behind, all of a sudden I get ahead, you know, and then I lose because I got ahead. Yeah. So, so just bad. as always. It is. So look, it's it's a it's a good card. It's obviously it's an item. So obviously an item that plays boss is crazy. So you need some limiting factor. So counter catcher. Look, it's it's a very good card, and I obviously. I, I imagine it's going to go in my standard decks is this, for sure. Do you think you're going to put it in most of your decks? What do you think? Because obviously it's only a card. Um, I think, uh, like, so right now, obviously it's comparable to, like, boss. Um, right. Kinda, but it, it's um, it's an item, so you could compare it to... Like Pokemon um, Catcher, it, which is a yeah. item, but that's a coin flip. So this yeah, you guaranteed... Yeah, you could compare it to Cross Switcher, and you could even compare it to Escape Rope. Um, yes. Obviously, all very different cards, um, mm-hmm. but I think Counter Catcher is pretty good. I would, I'm, I'm a control player. I was like so hyped when I saw I was coming back. I would think I would think it's going to go. I anticipate playing at least a copy in most of my decks. Honestly. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's so. We were actually just talking about again in our last podcast. Check that out if you haven't. It's a, I think a good one. Um, so, but it's uh, we talked about like the Hall of Fame cards for. Um, the the Venus Sword and Shield, and we right. talked about Intellion and Drizzle, and they allow you to hit cards like, say, counter, not actually counter cash because those were informant together really, or at all. But um, right. theoretically, you could grab counter catcher. Um, but now we don't have that, and now searching out cards is a bit more awkward. But you do have Pidgeot, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. uh, Arceus. Um, so you can use that to like grab it out. Um, but aside from that, you don't have too much, um, too many ways to search it out. Right, there's there's some supporters that'll get it. So I think Crimson Invasion is is the set it's from. Yeah. I, was, I was looking at the I called up Justin Basil's thing. Too. I was peeking at that. That's a good good site for uh, symbols. Yeah, I mean, I it says I clicked on the card and I I I, I no, kind of know them. You know, okay, <laughs> you know the symbol. So um, yeah. So anyway, so that's that's a good card. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and and yeah. It makes sense in index, and and I have played it in some expanded decks as well. Yeah, um, and then uh, so one very important thing during this time was before Sword and Shield. Um, I don't know the rules changed a few times, mm-hmm. but you could play supporters turn one. Um, yeah. So Professor Elm's lecture, I'll pull up here. I'll just tell you what it does. Search your deck for up to three Pokemon with sixty HP or less. Reveal them and put them into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. Um, this pretty much just grabs three basics. Um, this isn't any basics, but this is many basics. Um, and essentially acts like Gloria or Clavel or Clavel or whatever. Uh, which mm-hmm. do you know those? They search for um, non rule box basics and put them onto your bench. Yeah. Well, Clavel's a little different, but I, I know Gloria, so um, yeah, so okay. 60 and they go into your hand, right? 360 HP, and they in theory could be an evolution, but I don't know that anything exists at that. Yeah, but then you can get them down turn one. So that's why you have Tapu Lele, which, as you know, right, right. that's just a supporter. Yes. Um, and that allows you to just get these down turn one and set up pretty well, going first. Right. It's the same. It's Lumineon V. Same ability, essentially, different attack. Yeah. Um, and so do you think the supporter will change as good or bad? Like, Because obviously if you were able to play, because otherwise now you could Lumineon turn one for Gloria and then get down mm-hmm. a bunch of basics. I think right now, 
there's honestly I think there's too much advantage to going turn one right now. Whether it's the rules of the game, combination of the rules of the game, and just the Pokemon that they've been printed that they're making, right? Um, either the, yeah. e- the the evolutions you need, you need multiple energies. There's very few decks that can do something meaningful turn one. So I I don't think we need to give more advantage to going first. I don't think that yeah, would that's be kind good. of my thought. Uh huh. Um, so um, but and obviously here you could. So yeah, so so that kind of right made, made skewed things for sure. Made made things different. So. Which is one of the yeah, weird things the... On, on like like live or PTs Joe playing expanded. You're playing with the new rules. You're not playing what the rules were at the time. Yeah, uh, well, expanded is like current for. I think it's weirder with legacy, That's um, which yes. only has the older cards because expanded still has the new cards. Um, yeah, but then uh, a few other things to note. Uh, I guess the the supporters, there's Lily, which is draw till six, except on your first turn, hmm. draw till you have eight, uh, which is fine um right well that was in some theme decks too right yeah lily was in theme decks yeah and acerella was also in theme decks um that's sharon's care for any type yeah which is obviously very good yes yeah yeah very good um yeah damage counters and all cards all cards attached to it so yes so so even better than scoop up net in a sense, it's a supporter, but you, you don't lose your energy. Uh, but you need damage on it, so you can't scoop up that Pokemon. True. Like, uh, just uh, say a Tapu Lele that you just played down. That's, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you couldn't do that with Scoop Net either, but... <laughs> yes. Do they have a, a recovery for supporters in this in this list, by the way? Uh, in, in this list, they don't. It does not... Oh, okay, they have Decidueye GX, which you'll talk about, I guess. Okay. I honestly don't know when this list was played, um, so I don't know which GX attacks the main one, or if you'd even use any, but... Um, yeah, and then... Uh, so do you know... What about the Pokemon? Which of these do you know? All right, so... Well, Tapu Lele... Um... What was the ditto again? Um, okay. Unless you evolve into any, any stage, stage one. one. Okay, because I, I know I've seen that. So, and then the, the nine tails. I know I've seen that one. Um, the little nine tails GX or the Alone Vulpix. Well, certainly the Alone Vulpix, but I think I've I've seen the Alone Nine Tails GX as well. I haven't played it because those are the cards. Yeah, that back was in... actually on 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 PCGO's ladder. Okay, might have been before I, I was playing. there, so before I was doing it, because because those were the cards, like cards like that were very expensive, right? Expanded, particular PTs, PTs was, um, was tough yeah, to get they, into. They, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, and, um, and to get then, that base of tra- of, of 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 trainer cards actually was part of the problem, right? You had to make a big investment to get your versus seekers. Well, there was all like that stuff. Uh, that, and then you also had the ace packs. You had some like very expensive cards. Yeah. Right, I never got a computer search because it was just uh, too much. Um, but then, uh, th- then okay, so we actually, and these are in the world's decks that we've actually bought, I think. Uh, okay. And some of them are, not all of them. Uh, and then, uh, so I'll, I'll just tell you about them. Yeah, yeah go what's ahead. What's really in- interesting in this stack is that uh, pretty much every ad- engine piece is also like an attacker. Um, which is very rare and standard right now. I can't think of any engine attackers. Oh um, well, yeah, you have Arceus. Uh, there's, oh uh, yeah, there's Arceus, and then there's the guard for the line, I guess. But it's kind of weird. Right, you're not um, attacking like with the Curlias. So yeah, the baby guard war is like the main one, it is, which yes. is a very good attacker and a very good ability. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so obviously Tapu Lele GX, but that's attacked as 20 times the amount of energy attached to each of your opponent's active Pokemon. Or attached to both active Pokemon. Right. It does not hit weakness, um, which is kind of important in its... Uh, uh, in the idea, there was something, you know, the, uh, oh, there's something called the Mewtwo Wars or something um, okay, that was yeah. like Mewtwo EX, which was like this attack, except they were both weak to it, except it was weak to itself. So just okay. go back and forth, like one shot each other with Mewtwo's. Hmm. Uh, but they, that's not the, the case anymore with Dapri Lele because it doesn't have weakness and doesn't hit weakness. But it's still a decent attack in addition to an insane ability, which is pretty interesting because Luminion's abil- attack is not good. It's essentially, it, it's bad. Yeah, right. Even decks that can attack with it generally don't. Occasionally, just partly to get get it out of play. But yeah, it, it's not a good attack. Um, and then and then we also see uh, so Ditto is a, Ditto Prism Star, as we said, um, which you can yeah. play multiple Prism Stars in a deck, unlike Radiance, uh, but you can only play one of each. Uh, yeah. And it allows you to evolve into any stage one, which includes Zorak GX, oops, Zorak GX, Little Ninetales GX, and Mag Cargo. Uh, Mag Cargo, uh, do you remember this one? It was in the theme decks. Uh, no, I have to look at it now. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you. Pull Fifty it up. damage, but then so ability smooth over once during a turn. You may search your deck for a card, shuffle your deck, put that on top of it. So, uh, yeah, I just need Rotom Phone. No, no, that doesn't. So you need Durango. No, that's Durango. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's so... very nice. You, you you set up the top deck exactly how you want it. So, yeah. Very nice. Ability. And then obviously you ideally draw into it with yes. Zorak GX. Zorak GX has its ability trade, um, which when people say this is um, one of those abilities that kind of like takes over people's, like it's uh, it's Discord one draw two and it's the most notable one I think. Um, okay. And it's it's not the first one, but it's. But it was such uh, a big one, right? And it's a very simple yeah. name too for it. So it, it, yeah, it, we we've actually seen trade again in a uh, Lightheart. Lightheart has trade. Okay. The name. Um, the, yeah. But then uh, Ride is beating here. Uh, it does 20 for each uh, Pokemon you have in play, uh, which means it can hit up to 120 for Whoa. double colors. <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, and this was broken. This was broken. And this is only like a year or two before we started playing. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, obviously this doesn't hit yeah. as much. Like if this was in format today, it would be... You wouldn't play okay. it. I, don't know if I mean, it's not like... The worst. It's not great. Its GX attack also is usable. Not in this deck, though, and not when it was. Um, unless you'd like copy one of your opponent's Pokemon's attack, so which could be nice. Um, but not really when it was in format. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a. It was just nice. Obviously, its abilities is good. We yes. We're talking about Chinchino, and we're talking about uh, like the Curly and stuff like that. Right. Um, which were good. Good. And and obviously, if doing one twenty damage was good, then the 210 HP on this makes it nice and tanky. So you have an engine piece that's not getting one shot. Yeah. Uh, and then we got two more attackers. And how about you read these as well? So alone Ninetales GX, I think I'll remind you of a certain Pokemon or two. It's ability at least. All right. So it's a, a stage one GX, 200 HP, fairy type. And it's fairy as well. Yep. Fairy. So you um, so one of the last to... good fairy Pokemon. All right, so Mysterious Guidance. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve on your Pokemon during your turn, you may search your deck for the two item cards. Sounds familiar. Uh, so it is the Inteleon that would that search for for two items. Oh, but that was uh, well, that, no, but that was su- any any support any trainer. trainer. So this is not yeah. as good as that. Yeah, it is um, a stage one though, and gets two. So it's it's pretty right. It's, it's a multi price Pokemon off. though. You'd rather 
yeah, I mean, stage one's easier. Um, obviously, I think you'd rather have the Drizzile and the Inteleon than this if you had a choice. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, they're, they're certainly different. Um, but then it also has some attacks. Yeah, so two, but two so. M's very good. Um, so Snowy Wind for two. 70, and this attack does 30 to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So, obviously, I guess we can scream power creep at this point, because 70 of the action and 30 to the bench today for two energy out of two prize would be garbage, correct? Uh, it would, yeah, certainly, yeah, on a stage Probably, one. Probably, right? You know. Yeah, I'm um, trying to think, what like, what are some other stage one uh, two energy attacks? Well, stage one or two prize attacks... Uh, stage one two prizes aren't very good right now, but um, yeah, I mean that's true. Oh, well, like there's like there's like Arceus, that's pretty good. Two hundred damage, accelerate three energy. Obviously, usually a double turbo, so it is two energies. Um, well, I mean you have like then... the stage one EXs that evolve from single prize like this, right? So you have like Oink yeah, Alone, but mostly you got like yeah. um, Bayonet. You know they're not the, they're not setting the world on fire. You have Arcanine EX, that one that one does set the world on fire, but that's a bad joke there. Yeah, so, so yeah, but look, yeah, yeah. but the damage level is not good on Snowy Wind. I'm just saying. Even back then, but of course you you have Professor's Elm that's put in these 60 HP basics. So if your opponent's putting 60 HP basics, you're one shotting the basic if it's the active, and you're getting the bench one halfway there. Yeah. I guess so. And then the GX attack for two energy again, Sublimation GX. If your opponent's active Pokemon is an Ultra Beast. Okay, so there was that package back then. It is knocked out. So you just one shot an ultra beast so um yeah and i don't know how useful this was i think it was moderately useful uh there's blacephalon gx there were some mm -hmm. single prize ultra beasts as well but obviously that's not so amazing to one shot it with using your gx tech uh right but yeah and then decidueye gx i think it'll also remind you of a pokemon all right, Decidueye GX, uh, Feather Arrow ability once during your turn you may put two damage counters on one of your opponent's pokemon Okay, that so Does that, that, idea that sounds like Inteleon again, also. So they, they <laughs> yeah. just reprinted Inteleon with, with these cards. Okay, um, so that that's good. Uh, so this is a 240 HP, so a little tankier there. Razor Leaf does 90 for three. Wow, and, and in this particular deck, it wasn't used, but in certain decks, it, it was okay. Um, definitely, it was used. So for grass, colorless, colorless. And obviously you could pay the attack. You had the, the one rainbow energy in the list. So a rainbow and a DCE, and you could attack with it. And let's see, Hollow Hunt GX, put three cards from your discard pile into your hand. So, okay, so that's even better. Discard pile into your hand. That's a very nice ability. That's a very nice, well, it's, it's, it's an attack, attack. So I'm sorry, if it was an ability, it'd be crazy. But that's a good attack. Uh, you're setting up your next turn. So hopefully you're in position. But again, it has... Um, like the uh, counter catcher looking to be behind, so maybe that plays into it as well. So I do, you know, that that is a good Hollow Hunt GX is is useful. Yeah, uh, and then and that's about it. Like that's the deck. Um, but there's a bunch of things. So you obviously see Zork, a little Nine Tails, Decidueye, and Tapulay, all having good abilities and a pretty mm -hmm. good attacks. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which I think that's not really something we see too often now. Um, and then obviously a lot of similarities to Inteleon. Uh, I'd say the Italian engine is better. It's all one line, um, and it does yeah. like the same stuff, but kind of better and more efficiently. Um, but I think I don't know. I, what do you think about this? Like, what do you think about this style of deck and card design as well? I mean, it's very appealing. I, I think right. You have you have good abilities. 
Um, but it's just, they're on two prizers, so that that's that's part of the price you're paying. And the attacks aren't crazy over the top attacks either. Right? I assume there are better attack, bigger attackers in the game at this point in time too. I'm assuming. Um, yeah, there were some powerful, like decent one-shotting ones, but not like great. This was this was a regional winning deck that I pulled off. Mm -hmm. Pulled off. Wait, never mind. It wasn't. But it was a, no, came in a third. third place. It was like this is this type of deck was certainly one of the best decks in the game. Uh, this like archetype. So um, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's an appealing it's just list different. as I look through it. Yeah, no, it, it seems like decks like that being good seems like like an enjoyable time for the game. I would say. Yeah, and then also we were talking about earlier Ultra Ball. How just going two is awkward. You still have that, and then you have Zoric, yeah. where you're just going like a few cards every turn. Um, right. So you have a lot of interesting decision making. Um, we can get punished for it. We can also use decision drive GX as kind of a little bit of a bailout to recover. Um, and then you yeah. can play uh, multiple, like five different people can play that. I can all play it very differently from one another. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. Decks that lack expression are a good thing. So it's yeah. No, I think it, it's it, it's a nice deck. Uh, you have a balance of types in it and such. You have the Rainbow Energy allows you to power up these some of these attacks. If your Rainbow Energy is prized, I guess you might might be in trouble. Uh, well, it mostly allows you to power up Decidueye GX's attack because uh, you have you have um, you you have uh, Zora you can attack. Area. Right. Well, Nine Tails you can't can attack without it. I mean, no, you, you have not... Fairy Energy. Oh, that's right. I apologize. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So yeah. So it's a nine tails um Zorak attacking deck. Oh, and then look at counter gain as well. That I think is an oh, interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing. I was looking at that too. Right. It's a it's a tool card. Uh, so if you have more prizes remaining, attack cost of this Pokemon is one less. So I was playing some Jolteon, Vmax lately, recently. Obviously, that's got the tool, whatever it's called, that reduces your attack cost by one. Um, the same thing, but but that's just to specific Pokemon. This is for anything but one less prize if you're behind in prizes. So that that's a, a nice card too. Um, yeah, and then uh, you can search it out as well. It's all uh, Nidal says search items, but then tools for items at this point. So you could grab that, which mm -hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah, so I wonder if they'll print come back with counter gain, right? If they're doing come back. Yeah, I feel like mechanics. that one's kind of good. I feel like it's a little too. You good. think it's overpowered? Yeah, I think. Oh, well, I think like. With everything else, it's too good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's just so good. It's, well, it's some somewhat comparable to Raihan, right? Because it's mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're like losing in a sense, you can attack, get an extra energy, but right, uh, it's not a supporter. Right, except right, except you haven't used your supporter for turns, so so it's it's better than that, really, in that sense. Um, you don't yeah. search for the card, but you have your supporter to use. So, um, so you think it might be too good for him to reprint? The way it is now. Yeah, I think we. I think it. Uh, but I okay. don't know. I think it's not like super crazy. Um. Then I think it's time to move on to the next list. Yeah. Um. So and this do, has doing the Buzzwall, by the way. Buzzwall Lycanroc. Yep. Or... Buzzwall Lycanroc. Okay. Uh, with uh, and so do you have Slugma? Um, <laughs> which. <laughs> yeah. The, is there something you'd like to say about that? The, the, yeah, the Slugma Slugma <laughs> balls. Okay. Um. Yeah. This because I plays Slugma and plays Ultra Ball and Nest Ball. Yeah. No. There's a deck called Grand Ball which I uh, affectionately call Slugma Balls. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. Uh. But the Slugma into Magcargo. We saw Magcargo on the other list. I think it's actually in all these lists. It wasn't like a super broken card, but um, it was a good one and it saw a bunch of play and it's like a fun card. It's kind of like Pidgeot, kind of like Inteleon, but obviously it puts it on top. 
Uh, and in this deck, you don't have as much access to the top of your deck, but we see Lily. Oh, we see Oranguru as well. Uh, so do you, you know this Oranguru, right? But you don't oh. know it super well. Yeah, so Oranguru with the instructability, you may draw until you have three cards in hand. So it's the same thing as the new Mew EX, right? You draw yep. until you have three mm-hmm. in hand. Um, obviously, you have to get down to a small hand size, so that's why something like Ultra Ball, thinning your hand first, then use uh, Mag Cargo to get the card you want on top of the deck and then draw it in with Oranguru. Yeah. Um, but then we see we see um two different buzzwalls. You see the buzzwall GX and the what's called baby buzzwall. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, buzzwall GX. Uh, yeah. So and the the stack does oh yeah, and then you have beast ring and beast energy. Beast ring is kind of like mirage gate. Uh, actually, yeah, look at beast ring and uh, beast energy because you've you've uh, had some experience with ultra beast. So you played baby Blacephalon. I did, but that really didn't have any ultra beast stuff. The first attack, do you remember what that did? I don't remember right now. It lets you, like, flip a prize card over. Oh, yeah, and if it was an energy, it did more damage, right? Yeah, which is um, probably so. It was just, like, weird, right? It was something that just was yeah. very strange. Yes, it was. Yeah, you didn't really usually want to use that attack. But, in fact, the prize card mechanic is the whole ultra beast mechanic, uh, which is was very minimally reflected with that Blacephalon. Okay. Um, but and even the Blacephalon GX, which ended up seeing play, uh, it was not reflected super well in that. It just had mm-hmm. an attack that lets you essentially take a prize card, which is good, but... Um, yeah, so uh, Beast Energy, I'll read out Beast Energy here, actually. It's uh, colorless, but obviously you want to attach to an ultra beast, and then it provides... Um, every energy, like it's a rainbow or aurora or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you do 30 more, so that's very good. But it's a prism yeah. star, so um, it's an obvious inclusion in an ultra beast stack. Um, in it's a prism, not actually that interesting. In a prism star, no, means besides only having one copy max in the deck, when it's discarded from play, it goes in the lost zone, correct? Uh, yes, that is true. Um, and then you have B-String. B-String, uh, it's an item. says you can play it only if your opponent has exactly three or four prize cards remaining, um, which is, uh, as you can generally only take two prizes at most every turn. Uh, right. In every game, you should have access to this. But if your opponent plays Spread, which, as you saw in that other deck, um, you had mm. some Spread, not a ton, but some. Yeah. Uh, if you're able to take three prizes in one turn or maybe four, depending how the prizes are laid out, um, then you can skip this turn for them. Uh, which you might want to try to do because it lets you search check for up to two basic energy cards and attach them to one of your Ultra Beasts, uh, which is very similar to Mirage Gate. can be the mm-hmm. same type, but has to be to one Pokemon, and it has to be to an Ultra Beast, but obviously similar idea there. Yeah, I mean, so the Beast Ring kind of, in a sense, like the battle styles, in a sense it's a package, right? You have energy, you have Pokemon, you have trainers that are designed to work together. Um, yeah, beast, Ultra Beasts are the equivalent of Battle Styles, which are also the equivalent of uh, the new Paradox Pokemon. Yeah. So so a good card kind of reminds me playing the Zorark lately with the um, Slowbro that you win, that you if you're, you take two prizes, your opponent's down to one last prize. Playing against, up against a um, Dialga V-Star deck, and they're saving their V-Star attack to go from two prizes to no prizes, I to, to avoid my winning with my, my slow bro with my right. It's similar thing here. You might yeah. want to try to skip over those three and four, that four, three and four prize situation if you could. Yeah. So, uh, and then there's two, um, uh, other buzz walls as well. So okay. the baby buzz wall is considered very, I mean, it's played as a four of here. 
Um, but it's like you read yeah. that one. Or both of them out, actually. Yeah, so Buzzwall, a basic Ultra Beast, 130 HP, uh, which probably was a solid number, I would assume. Uh, I mean, even now it's still good. It, it, it is, yes. Yeah, a power, yeah. Somehow power creep in the single prize, it, it, it's kind of weird the way that's worked. Uh, so Sledgehammer for one fighting, 30 damage, plus if your opponent has exactly four cards remaining, this does 90 more. So if it's down to four prizes exactly, you're doing 120 for one energy on a single prize, quite nice there. And then, and very good back then. You're, you're not knocking out another Buzzwall, though. Um, and yeah, but you are KOing um, Zorak GX, which is weak to fighting, which is a pretty big deal for this deck. Which which was, there was a lot of that in format, I assume. Yeah. Um, and then swinging around for three energy, uh, fighting, fighting colors, 80 damage, you, and you flip two coins, it does 20 more for each head, so averaging 100 for three energy. Um it's a, I mean, it's good. Three energy is obviously a lot. It's a lot of work to make that happen, I would say. Yeah, and as you noticed in the list, there's I mean, you hopefully you did. There's four of this buzzwall. Um, yes. And most of the game, you're not going to be at four prizes. So you'll be working with this Pokemon that I does 30 for one or like 100 for three. Um, yeah. Which, uh, which sometimes, well, obviously, and also you don't have much acceleration. You have the beast ring before then. You're going you're gonna to be for 30 for one some uh, you do have diancy prism star which is very important though boosting okay. basic or boosting fighting pokemon by 20 so that's if you're only doing from 30 to 50 that's mm -hmm. a pretty big deal it is so that's its ability you don't you're not necessarily attacking with it but yeah princess's uh, yeah. cheer does your uh, as long as on the bench your fighting pokemon do 20 more okay um so the, and then the buzzwell gx take a look at that another basic so basic 190 hp Ultra Beast, two copies, plus the GX attack. Let's see. One fighting, Jet Punch does 30, and this attack does 30 to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon, so another 30 to the bench smack. Um, and then does the Dancy boost that too, or is that only to the active? Uh, it's only to the active. Okay. I wasn't, that, yeah, which is how things are now. I wasn't sure if it was different back then. So, so it's hitting to the bench as much as the active. And then Knuckle Impact for three does 160, but it can't attack the next turn. So you want to get out of there if you can. I'm not sure how much switching there is there. But 160 is obviously a big damage for that time. And then Absorption GX for 3 energy. Uh, f uh, this attack does 40 damage for each of your remaining prize cards. So each of your remaining prize cards. So. so it gets weaker as the game goes on. Right. So you want to use this one early. It's not a comeback one. It's it's a reverse. It's a big punch early. Oh, and absorption GX is sometimes called subsmorption. <laughs> or subsmorption? I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's sometimes called that. All right. Well, I'm not going to do that now, but okay. Um, so that that's so you want to get that off early, but of course it's three energy, and getting three energy, you, you, all you have is beast ring to accelerate, right? And you can only use that after your opponent is down to three or four prizes. Yeah. So you could use this like a comeback style card. Um, right. And obviously it can like big, big one shots. Um, and then also there's Lycanroc GX. So can you read that one out? I think this one will also remind you of a card. Okay, which is stage uh, one. And hopefully this time it doesn't remind you of Inteleon. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Otherwise they really ran out of ideas. But all right, so Lycanroc GX, uh, 200 HP, stage one, fighting Pokemon. 
bloodthirsty eyes. They, they, they knew how to name things back then, I guess, too. They, they, they've gotten more timid. Uh, when you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may switch one of your opponent's po bench Pokemon with their active Pokemon. Uh, does my opponent do the choosing? Or do uh, no, I? no, you choose. I choose. Um, oh, so it's uh, so it's uh, it's a non-play. So it's the um, the Vmax, right? Was Umbreon Vmax? Is that the one? Uh, yep, mm -hmm. that's the on-play mm -hmm. one, right? Uh, then you had like the the uh, V Star and the Leafeon V Star, but that you got to choose when you did it. But yeah, similar-ish. But yeah, so that's obviously a, a you know free Guzma. Not I won't say free boss, but Guzma yeah. without using your supporter. Well, it's not Guzma because it's. You don't switch. Oh, you so don't switch either. Oh, that's true. And so they didn't have that if that supporter that did that at this time. No, I mean Guzmo is probably better, um, but it's not always better. So right, you just have if you're switching between standard and expanded, you just got to think through that distinction. Otherwise, you're gonna you don't want to advance your attacker in the active. Yeah. Um, oh, and then one interesting thing is that it's very hard to trap someone's Pokemon in the active because all their boss are also now switch. Yes, so to right, everybody has more switching cards automatically because you all play. Yeah, your boss bosses are switches too, and then so claw slash for three, another three attack cost does one ten, a solid number, but again, it's three energy, and then dangerous rogue GX for two energy uh, does fifty damage for each of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Oh, well, that's that that's good actually. That that. Yeah, and it kind of is better later as well, unlike the other one. Right, and it's less, to, but it's less to pay, so you can get it off earlier. So yeah, but it's an evolution. That's true. So and obviously the GX attack, you can only use one per game. So so you have that. That's a nice little pair of options there. With, yeah, with and that's attackers. why I liked that. Now you have like different options for GX attacks, which in right now like every deck just has one V star power. I think I can't think of any deck that uses multiple. multiple. Um, some play Sky Sealstone and Forest Sealstone uh, occasionally, but not. Well, you play usually. like Ar Arceus Gudra, right? The, the, oh, yeah. But you always like. You, you want to save the Gudra Arceus, if you can. And you want to use Gudra. But you have um, to use the Arceus usually. Yeah, and it's not like. like And also, like, their abilities. So uh, they're better, but then they're also more like straightforward. And, like, you're not. Like, there are times when you don't want to use either attack, any GX attack, because any GX attack would be worse than even a regular attack. Um, yeah. And so that's why, like, even though GX attacks are weaker and don't allow for as many, like, combos, uh, mm -hmm. they are arguably more interesting. Yeah, I can, I can see that. All right, so like um, so anything else in the deck we need? So we covered all the Pokemon. Uh, oh no, no. So, so I, I just find I, this is a little sidetrack, but okay. you mentioned that you thought the naming has gone down. Uh, can you look at Houndstone from uh, Obsidian Flames? All right. I don't know if you played with this card, so, but I think it just has an interesting name. Hang on, I gotta call Houndstone from Obsidian Flames. Yeah. Okay. The the not the ex or the, you mean the ex? No, not not the ex, not the ex. The the second attack here. The second attack. Two yeah. two for ferocious. So. Um, yes. It's like ferocious, but it's spelled right. with a number four. Right, and it's because it's exactly two or four prize cards remaining. All right, I had so I, I had noticed that you... I haven't paid, seen that card before. So that's uh, I I don't know if that's getting better. I gotta say, <laughs> that's you know that that's. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't leaning into the it's, wordplay it's really a little bad. hard. It is, yes. So uh, okay. Oh, and then there's another one that I remember seeing, which is a GX, which is Mimikyu. Um, I think it's GX. Um, which is yeah, yeah it's Mimikyu GX. Um, and it's second. It's second regular attack. Mimikyu GX. Fairy Pokemon. GX. Yeah. Um, which is you know, it's it's. I don't think it was a good Pokemon, but um, from, maybe it was. I don't from think Lost so. Thunder, I guess. Yeah. Oh, let's snuggle and fall. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they weren't always agreed at attack names back then, either. No, the things are scarier looking too. I gotta say, like like the Lycanroc GX, like it's got these red like devil eyes, lasers coming out. The the Rock Rough the. The top one, he's very scared looking. You know, there's a little more emotion and potentially a little more disturbing to little kids, I got to say. Yeah, I guess. Um, anyway. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and then, and, yeah, and, that's about it. And, and, you know, like, I just, like, Acrobike, obviously a terrific card, too. Uh, top two cards, one in hand, one in discard one. Probably better than Trekking Shoes, I would think. Yeah, because you see both the cards. Yes. Oh, what's what's multi switch do? Sorry, I'm I'm looking through. Oh, that's it's like it's like move. energy switch, but it's it can move a special energy, um, but it's from your bench to your active. Okay, so it's one directional only. Okay, all right. Just yeah, it, it, I think energy switch was not in the format. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, it, it's it's slightly different. Uh, and then well, there's also Professor Kui, which you know, but it's draw two and do twenty more, which is I think an interesting card. Um, that's well, that's situationally a good, useful. That, that, well, that's a, that's actually a pretty good card, right? Because we were talking before about um, a, a Leon, right? Leon, yeah. That does thirty. Leon was more. pretty like not good. It, it wasn't played a lot, but it had value sometimes, right? Probably you played an Ice Rider, right? Yeah, because you had two fifty. It got you the two eighty uh, before Choice Belt too, right? Because that came yeah, out. Yeah, and a then bit even later. the three ten, which could be good against like Mew. Right. So, but twenty and two cards. That, I mean, I think that's a pretty balanced card is what I'd say, right? It's playable, uh, yeah, but it's not it's overpowered. And, and honestly, I think that's where I like to see cards be. It's yeah, a consideration. I, I, I mean, if all the cards were perfectly balanced, that's kind of where they all be. Yes. but, but well, right. Actually, if there's like a thousand cards that are all balanced, they'd all be like bad. But you, Yeah. You I mean, I think some of the cards do get too overpowered, right? I, I think. And people always like the overpowered cards as being the best cards when they evaluate a new set, right? I, I, to me... I mean, it's usually true. Well, but, oh, as the best But I like a balance. Well, I, I don't think they distinguish between them, right? Between design, best design versus strongest card. I, mean, I feel like people don't like to talk about design very much. That's um, true. They, they think about it from the player's yeah. perspective, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to play a card that I'm just going to like lose. So. That's true. Well, and if you're competitive, you want to go and you want to win all the time. If you're playing online more casually, you want to play a variety of decks, and you'd like to be competitive. A lot of different, see different decks, and I'll and I'll be competitive, right? In a lot of situa uh, yeah, situations. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think in this, uh, I'm looking between these two decks, so they're very different decks. And mm -hmm. um, interestingly, none of them seem like like Lycan Rock obviously is played here with Buzzball, but it yeah. could have been played with Zoroark and it could have been played with those other things. You could mix and match and like really make your own deck during this time. Yeah, and I'm looking there's a decent mix of cards spread out and stuff, so I you know, I do I, yeah, no, no, it's 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 good. I like I like the deck again. Seems interesting. Yeah, uh, and then there's this last deck here which is um 
it, uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's <laughs> okay. kind of chaotic. Um, it's I, I don't know. It's a weird deck. So um, so the Simeon Taku Coco is what it's named here. Yeah. Um, and uh, so read Tapu Coco. Tapu Coco is arguably the best pivot ever, uh, and it's also a promo exclusive, which is a bit unfortunate. But um, yes, it's often considered the best pivot ever. I think. Um, I don't know about older ones, but certainly in like recent history. All right, so it one ten, so one ten HP, which we've seen that lightning free retreat, uh, flying flip, the two colorless energies, and of course you have the four double colorless energies to pay the cost. Make that, sure you do not attach a double turbo, <laughs> right? Because the attack <laughs> does twenty damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon. If you had a, a double colorless, you do. I mean a DTE. Sorry, you do zero damage across the board. So yep. twenty per. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's very good. Of course, you have to have DCE to make it good, though, otherwise, right? If DCE wasn't format, you're not attaching two single energies, right? Or Raihaning an energy if that was in format or whatever, right? Um, You could. I've, Maybe. Um, it's not like it's good, but it's it's okay, I suppose. Um, But yeah, and then you can use Electric Ball as well. This list plays double colorless and then counter energy. Counter energy is very similar to reversal. Um, You need to be down. It provides uh, any type, uh, except it's only two. It can only go on basics, though. Which is, uh, I'd say counter is probably a better card, but But uh, only to uh, non-rule box, essentially. It's actually non-GX or EX, so it could actually go on Vs and the new EXs, but um, during this time, it's essentially reversal. Right. I mean, I'm glad they changed to the rule box terminology. I, I wish they'd be consistent about that going forward. I still think yeah, they even kind of still flip we... back and forth between rule box and calling things out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think generally they play it in a way that makes the card worse. So if it... Um... Uh, actually, maybe that's not true. I, I, I don't know. But yeah, so if it helps a card, it'll say it helps not rule box, but then if it like hurts a card like say Mimikyu, mm-hmm. um they'll say it turns off uh or it's immune to GXs and or sorry, EXs and Vs, as opposed to all rule box Pokemon. Yeah. I guess they think that's better for going into expanded format, I suppose. Yeah. I, I don't know how big it would be. Maybe I mean, they're correct. Honestly, like if Mimikyu was yeah, I mean it would be very good if it was immune to all rule box, but I don't know if it would be broken. In some sense it does exactly what it's meant to do. Right, so if you wanted a deck to be immune to all different rule boxes and expanded, you'd need multiple Pokemon to, to cover that range. I, I yeah, and then if they're playing the different varieties of them, you're never going to be completely immune. Right, and, and maybe that's better. Uh, so Tapu Koko does 20. You also have, I know, Shrine of Punishment, four copies of that, Stadium, that between turns you put one damage counter on each GX and EX Pokemon, both yours and your opponent's, so therefore you're, that adds to the Tapu Koko damage building up. And so this deck does not play any GX Pokemon, unlike the other other lists. Yep. Um, and this seems really interesting because it actually it, it like does damage. Um which is kind of funny, but it's it's very good um and very like disruptive. Right. Well I don't know about disruptive, but like it very heavily discourages your opponent from playing, playing down them. Pokemon. Although the GX's oh. HPs were pretty high, so it was going to take a lot of turns before you're knocking them out. So I, a lot to see what uh, you have. Well, yeah, but you're, you're hitting with Tapu Koko. Oh, if you're hitting Tapu Koko every turn and trying to punishment, um, you're doing 40 to all of them every turn. So Right, it's, the, it's between each turn. So, yes. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I see this, right, the synergy is there between the stadium. Like after, like, five yeah. turns, you'll have, like, <laughs> lost, which is a bunch, but um, well, we that's after five turns. 
if, if you don't get, as long as you can attack with Tapu Koko every turn. Yeah, but... Um, but, but you have four counter-energies and four Look DCEs. single prizes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously, that's not all. Also, look at Latios, which I'll just tell you it does. Um, okay. 30 to the active and 30 to 20 they're benched. Um, if they have a very small bench, if you want to target something down a little more, you can use Latios, but obviously, generally, it does less overall damage. Right. I mean, it does more to the active, obviously, at 30 instead of 20. But yeah, usually you probably... And only one copy of this versus four copies of Tapu Koko. Which yeah. makes, makes sense. Uh, and then uh, we got we got Slugma, Mag Cargo. So you got Slugma Balls again. Um, and then you also have um, Pasimian as well. Pasimian is interesting. Uh, you have the two of them. And two so copies of each. So the, this one is has Fling, uh, which was a theme deck, right? This attack does 30 damage to one of your opponents. No, I, not this Pasimian. Oh, no. not this oh, one. Maybe it was. This was in mm, one, but I don't think no, it was maybe in not, like a not good one. Not what I'm thinking of, yeah. No, so I, I, now I realize it's not. Does 30 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon, so it hits the bench for 30, uh, which is useful, obviously, with this way this deck works. And then uh, team play for two colorless. Uh, attack does 10 plus 30 more damage for each of your bench Pissimian. And you have a total of four. So potentially it could well, do, yeah. in total. So you could have three on the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you could do 100 damage potentially with it. Although you probably yeah. aren't I don't know that you're filling up the bench with Pissimians. Uh yeah, I mean you kind of you want to. Um Okay. But you can obviously you have some other pokemon too. Uh and then and then you have this other Pissimian. Right. So this ability, let's see. It's 110 HP. Yeah, they're both 110 HP. Uh power huddle ability, uh, as long as this pokemon is on your bench, your Pissimians attack do 30 more damage to your opponent's active pokemon. And I assume the stacks then, is that correct? Yep. So that's very so, good. I mean, these days, if they printed it, it prob- they probably make it so it doesn't stack, I would suspect. Um, maybe. I mean, it's only to evolutions as well. So, um, to evolutions. That means if you have, yeah, if you have three of this specimen and then the other one, the active, you're doing. Um, if you have all three uh, of this specimen, you're doing, yeah, you're doing 190. Um, to an active evolution, uh, which is, as always, I, I think I told you this before the start, some people would play three of this Pissimian and one of the other Pissimian, uh, <laughs> but I'm sure you could see how that could go wrong. Right. I mean, you, this attack also does uh, 40 for two, so you, you could attack with it for the same energy cost, but you're doing a lot less damage. Well, it's, well not for a double colorless. You can do it for a counter. Right, right. Now, yeah, no, yeah, correct. So... Um, yeah. So so Flint. Yeah. So so that and then the Pissimian. Okay. So the, the the ability does not help the the fling attack because it doesn't boost to the bench. Just getting trying to see how it works. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, right. And then you also have um, Shaman here, which I'll just read out. It's a rally back. We've actually seen this attack before. Um, if any of your Pokemon are knocked out by damage from a opponent's attack last turn, you do one. Uh, you do thirty uh, plus ninety more. Yeah. Yeah, so you do 120 um, for grass colors for a counter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's like solid. Uh, we've seen attacks identical to this. Uh, and we've seen them actually seen play. We saw Kangaskhan um, and I know we've seen stuff like this. And and I noticed and then, like, the shame at a 70 HP. The one was smacking around a lot of 60 damage, right? That was knocking out those 60 basics, whereas none of the everything's at least 70 HP in this one. So you, you don't. Wait, get, what do you mean? It wasn't the one doing 60 damage to some things in the bench or no? 
Um, no, I was doing, I was doing 30. 30. Okay, so but, but then the one did 70 to the action and a third to the bench, and there were different things. So, um, so but at 30 to the bench, it takes three shots to get this out, which which could matter. Yeah. So. Okay. Go ahead. Um, and then we see the uh, the big the big one here, Tapu Lele, which I think you should read out because it's uh, impressive. I've actually played this one in live expanded. It's very fun. Uh, it is the one that uh, I think in PTO and maybe in live, you'll time out using its attack. Okay, so Tapu Lele, 110 HP basic. Uh, let's see, is it the first one? So they see a little Psy Wave, one colorless energy, one psychic, does 20 damage times the amount of energy attached to both your to your opponent's active Pokemon. Okay, I don't think I'm timing out with that one. So oh, Magical Swap, yeah, for two, Psychic, Colorless, move any number of damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon to their other Pokemon in any way you like. Okay, so just move, and you have to move it one by one, correct? The last it, it was? Yep. So like, like when you place the damage with... Uh, Save a lie, it gives you like a 40 or a 30 and a 20, right? So you can drag 40 if you want. And it, you don't have to do 10 at a time. You, you can do the 10s, but you have the bigger counters to use as well. Yeah, I believe you have to do one at a time, but I'm not sure about Maybe that. Maybe they've ad ad adjusted that. So if you had to move, um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, live needs to get better. So move damage counters however you want. So that that's that's nice. Yeah, and obviously to be thinking of the math the whole time, because... Most likely, your Pokemon aren't going to have the same amount of damage counters on all of them. Some have probably got knocked out, but then some have been played since you've started spraying damage, and some are GX and some aren't. Mm -hmm. They're going with Pistimian and Latios, so you're not just hitting 20 to everything every turn. Uh, and then you have Choice Band to do some more. Um, then you have Professor Kukui. Um, right. So you got a lot of like moving pieces here. Uh, and then Tapu Lily has like, the big finisher a lot of the time, but not all the time. Uh, and it's just a really, it's kind of a weird deck to play. So a lot of times you're setting things up and then finishing things off with Tapu Lele, I guess. Yeah. Like wiping out their whole board, potentially. Yeah, ideally, you, yeah, you can take like six prize turns. You um, can't wipe out the whole board because there can't be enough damage yeah. counters to knock out every Pokemon on board already. So you, No, but you could take six prizes, theoretically. Right, right. they have multi-prize Pokemon. Um, so I get a headache now at times playing Radiant Alkazam with doing the calculations in, in this. Moving two damage counters. Exactly. But it's, look, it's a lot of work. It depends what else you're playing in the deck, right? Because you're always doing it with some, some, uh, some other attacker or, or, or some damage spread, right? You're trying uh, to figure yeah. out what you're doing, right? So I'm just saying at times it gets a little, you know, and you have to yeah, do all that thinking every turn, right? So this is, is going to be even more so probably, right? Yeah, so like Tapula is a card that like I kind of want back. Uh, oh, and interestingly, there was both a fairy and a psychic version that had the same attacks, um, which was actually a thing that they did a few times. They had like mm -hmm. Pokemon that uh, if you because in the, the video game they can be dual type, um, and so they brought them into the TCG as both types, um, which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, it was kind of weird, but it was kind of cool. Uh, and then. Uh, so Tapulele had both. Um, and this one was a promo exclusive, and the other one wasn't. I don't. I think. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of a card I want back, but obviously, like, it takes a long time. It is like, confusing, and like even in person, I think it would probably take a while. Um, or yeah, at least it I'm takes a while little... for you to think of it. Right. I'm a little scared that that it could be overpowered too. I think there needs to be um, something maybe. to counter it if if it came in. Like Big Parasol, which I don't think would stop this necessarily. Or would, uh, Big Parasol does it? You would, need yeah. Big Parasol prevents effects of attacks. So, um, so that would. But there's the one that stops Sableye, which will not. I don't believe. 
Okay. Is so, same uh, Jirachi. Uh, yeah, it says um, prevent any damage cards being placed. I, I don't really know. These damage mm -hmm. cards are being moved, so I'm not sure. I don't think that's placing them. Yeah, it probably is different, right? Damage versus damage counters and placing versus moving. It all gets a little weird, I got to say. Um, and sometimes you yeah. look at the um, forums for, for live, which is its own issue. People say, well, those rules don't make any sense. And other people say, well, that's what it is. It's stupid. But it, it, they don't honestly, yeah. they don't make sense. It's just that's what they are. You just have to go, okay, that's what they say. Yeah. And that's how I think it always some of them been. make sense. Um, I think a bunch make sense, but there are definitely some that are a little yeah. weird. I mean, um, they want a distinction between damaging and placing damage, and which is fine. It's just not it's not intuitive, I wouldn't say, until you start start to understand the rulings. Yeah, and in some sense, like there's no there's not really much of a reason for damage counters. Um, sure, they have like some place, right? But they're kind of just confusing. Yeah, especially they, to a newer player, like or even like a not super new, but like a moderately new player, they often get confused about it. It's a weird thing, right? Because because this like side wave does twenty damage, so that's actually two damage counters, right? So yeah, I don't know why. Why do they have besides? Yeah, why why do they have these different things? I I don't fully know, but um, yeah, and then you'll see even like top players and like YouTube. I, I someone's like, yeah, this attack does like it does a uh, hundred damage counters. Like two, yeah, like a hundred damage counters. It's like, like well, no, it, it doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and you'll definitely hear there it said sometimes, and it's funny and obviously very wrong. It doesn't do, it doesn't just like win the game. Right. And, and Sableye does not place um, 12 damage. 120. Uh, yeah, it doesn't place 12 damage. Because that wouldn't be very good. <laughs> no, that wouldn't really make any sense. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyway, so I, I, the card's interesting. I'm concerned that it could kind of be overpowering. I'd, I'd like to something yeah, that's to control it. Fair. Uh, I don't know if it would be too good. It, it works with the spread-based attacks, right? Because um, I think that's most of what it works with. And spread isn't that good outside of Stabilize, but you can put the Nairs counters where you want in the first place anyway, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, maybe Urshifu. Well, Urshifu will have rotated, but like, theoretically Urshifu. Um, I can't really think of too much, but it might allow certain other Pokemon to see play that don't as well. Right. Which would be cool, I think. Yeah, as long right. I mean, I, I'm a, you know, I think we both. If it opens up more possibilities, it's good. If it creates something that just overwhelms, that's bad. You know, I, I still suspect that Alakazam EX. There, there's probably some option in Expanded that's just overwhelming, but nobody cares about Expanded. Um, yeah, I actually was because I've been playing some in person. I saw two people play in Expanded in person, and they were like, "Yeah, this like really sucks," because the deck's just like so broken. <laughs> Which right, which isn't good. So you you want to build the best deck you can, but you don't want things a few decks to be too good. You know, yeah. and that's up to the designers. So okay, so but I is, think this was a cool era. Do you think this was also a cool era? I think looking at these, these are interesting decks. You know, now hopefully you have more decks than these around that that were yeah. viable. Here, look at um. This is the uh, you can look at decks, and then you can do um. On lim are you in limitless? You are I, right. I can. Uh, uh. And also, this to anyone who's watching the video as well, and I'll say it out loud. Um, so you go to the deck section, you change the tournament filters, deck. okay, and then you go to standard and Sun and Moon through Lost Thunder is Wait, the format. I go to what decks? Yeah. Oh, decks the, in the database, the search area. Yeah. Wait. No decks. You click decks at the top. 
Oh, wait, and then not... you say edit trend rate filter. Um, I'm in the wrong area, I think. Wait, on limitless, correct? Yeah, regular limitless, not play limitless. Regular limitless? You say dex. Dex, okay. Oh, turn it filter? Yeah, and then edit, and then uncheck whatever is selected, and then do sun and moon through lost thunder. Is that what, format? Okay. Yeah, under, yeah. That's, um... That is well. Keep, keep going. Sun, sun and moon to lost thunder. Nah. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. It's at it's the end of the this podcast, so we don't need audience retention anyway. Uh, I'm it's having a hard left. time. I'm a little confused by what's happening. I think I'm in the wrong, slightly wrong thing. So let's not uh, under standard formats. Yeah, format under standard. Yeah, and you should see a bunch of like sets, right? Yeah, I see standard. I go sun and moon, and I pick a set from that. Lost no, thunder. It says this is sun and moon. Yeah, yeah, you see it. I see sun and moon. Lost thunder. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I it's, it was... Yeah, it's Sun and Moon. Well, it is Sun and Moon through Lost Thunder. That it's written. Oh, it's a okay. dash. Oh, like, okay. Dude. I see. So just hit yeah. that apply. Okay. So Zorark, Cephalon, GX, Malamar. And then recommend splitting Ball. it up as well. And then you'll see um, that you see oh, like things being mixed and matched. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, like Zorark, Lichen Rock. We talked about Lichen Rock with Buzzwall. And then you can see Buzzwall, Lichen Rock, Nine Tails. Um, Basimian Tapu Koko, which we looked at. Um, mm. Oh, it's a deck that you'll like. Ultra Malamar. Uh, anything. Oh, Ultra <laughs> That's got to be good. Now, I, I yeah, don't no. like the fact that the like, top deck is 17% played, right? Uh, yeah, Blastephalon Naginatal uh, but... was, uh, is the big one-shot deck. Uh, it, it got better with Welder, but before then, uh, arguably you could look at the form before through um, Celestial Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even before as well, you had like EXs, but um, you know, I, I think uh, oh, and then Viker Volt Rayquaza was like a big one shot deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, all these other decks are like you got a lot of variety. Um, yeah, and you can you mix and match to your own liking. Yeah, I mean, and I think what right, people said this was a, a good format, and then once they added the tag teams, that's where they kind of jumped the shark. The three three yeah. prizes and, and and stuff was a bad thing in a lot of people's eyes, right? Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad, but I thought I, I definitely see the the gameplay can be kind of not fun uh, as well. And that certainly paved the way to the V maxes, right? Having the three prizes led to the three prizes in the V maxes, and finally, and it wasn't till Scarlet and Violet they've now gone back to two prizes. We'll see if they stay in two prize, one and two prizes or not. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I think the game's fun right now, but I think there's, I think. Um, I've said this before. Switching, you, it, you want to be able to switch between different point or different formats as well, and that makes the game more fun. And you can't really do that too much in live. Uh, but all these cards are playable in live. Well, they, unless they're banned, which uh, I don't know if they are. So uh, they're not necessarily good. You're going to be playing against spreader decks, but um, actually, you probably won't. You'll probably be playing against a garbage deck, so it doesn't really matter. Well, right, live expanded is weird. And, and obviously, look, and you know, we're, we're going long here, but they need to add some formats besides standard that you can challenge people in, and they need to fix fix it up too. Yeah, um, but I think that's it for today. So if you enjoyed, subscribe to our channels. Um, Ten types and uncommon fossil over on YouTube. Check us out on podcast platforms as well. If you want to listen there you can do that um and we're excited to see you next time take care